0: Everything is inspired by the teachings of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, the Founder of the International Society of Krishna Consciousness. I'd like to talk to you today about choosing how you're going to live when you wake up in the morning we get to choose how we're going to live that day. We can choose to live in faith, happy, expecting favor, or we can choose to live discouraged, defeated, focused on our problems. What am I saying? Happiness doesn't automatically happen. Happiness is a choice that we have to make. You can't wait to see what kind of day it's going to be. You have to decide up front in advance what kind of day it's gonna be. First thing in the morning, you need to make up your mind. I'm gonna live this day happy. I'm gonna see the good. I'm gonna be grateful. I'm gonna love my family. I'm gonna honor God. I'm gonna make the most of this day. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And I'll tell you why it's particularly important that you decide how you're gonna live. Because if you don't decide, circumstances are gonna decide it for you. You'll see every problem, how it's not gonna work out. You'll think, I don't feel like going to work today. I can't believe this traffic. I never get any good breaks. I deserve that promotion. When you dwell on those thoughts, you may not realize it, but you're choosing to live discouraged. You're choosing to have a lousy day. It is said, joy, comes in the morning. Every morning, Krishna, God sends us a fresh supply of joy. Now, you can dismiss it thinking, it's not for me. I got too much coming against me. Or you can receive it and say, things may not be perfect in my life, but I know that Krishna, God's on the throne. He's ordering my steps. His plans for me are for good, so I'm gonna enjoy this day. Despite the opposition, I will be happy. Despite people lying about me, I will be happy. Despite my family not believing in me, I'm going to live this day happy. If you're going to live happy, you have to live on purpose. Because there will be critics, there will be betrayals, there will be delays, there will be all kinds of things that could cause you to live sour. You have to put your foot down and say, that's it. I'm not letting other people steal my joy. I'm not letting what's not working out cause me to be sour. I'm not letting this problem keep me from enjoying my life. I will rejoice. I will be glad. I will live this day happy. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare. And this is a double entendre. Your will is more powerful than how you feel. Don't wait to feel happy before you decide to be happy. You have to decide first, then happiness is gonna come. The enemy, Maya, would love for you to never get your hopes up, to think that it's always gonna be this way, dragged through each and every day. No, you have to kick your wills into gear I will be happy. I will enjoy this day. I will focus on the goodness of God. Many years ago, a guest on the Johnny Carson Tonight Show was a 94-year-old man. He spoke of the changes that had taken place during his lifetime and said he was against all of them. He spoke of the garden he planted every spring. He introduced his 75-year-old girlfriend, who drove him to the NBC studios for the Tonight Show, he was an interesting guest and it was obvious that his remarks were totally off the cuff and unrehearsed they just bubbled out of his personality which was radiant and happy it was obvious that the audience loved this old man and they roared with laughter again and again at some of the things he said Johnny Carson took a liking to the guy as well and finally Johnny looked at the old man he said you must have the wonderful secret of happiness to be so happy and full of life at 94 years of age can you tell us What makes you happy? No, the man said, I haven't any great secret. It's just as plain as the nose on your face. When I get up in the morning, I have two choices. I can choose to be happy or I can choose to be unhappy. But what do you think I do? I simply choose to be happy. That's all there is to it. Now, your will is going to override how you feel. The mark of spiritual maturity is to be happy even when things aren't going your way. Why? Because your joy is not based on your circumstances. Well, Charu, when the pandemic is over, I'll get my joy back. When I finish school, I'll be happy. When my team wins and makes the playoffs, I'll be in a good mood. When I get married, I'll be happy. Or if I wasn't married, I'd be happy. If you're putting off your happiness, there'll always be some reason not to be happy. And why don't you make a decision that you're going to be happy today? Not when it clears up, not when your boss changes, not when you lose the weight, not when you get the promotion. This is a day the Lord has made. And I've learned, if you don't get happy where you are, you probably won't get to where you want to go. I can't stand this job. I don't like working here. Try a different approach. Krishna, I'm happy that I have a job. Help me not to let these people in the office steal my job. If you'll have a good attitude where you are, that's a seed that Krishna will use to promote you down the line. But if you're sour at the job, even if Krishna gave you a better job, When someone does you wrong there, you'll be sour at that place too. You have to get happy where you are. I'm not in my dream house yet, but I'm happy enough living in this apartment. I'm not married yet, but I'm happy for the time being being single. This health issue hasn't turned around yet, but Krishna, I'm going to be happy while you're changing things in my favor. The point is that you control your own happiness. It's not up to anybody else. You're exactly as happy as you want to be. I wonder how much more we would enjoy life if we started choosing to be happy. You can't get away from negative circumstances. I can't tell you today that having faith will keep you from trouble, keep you from bad breaks, keep you from people that'll do you wrong. But I can tell you this, those things don't have to steal your joy. Why? Because you're in control of your own happiness. In a morning walk conversation, one time Prabhupada our Guru said this, trying to find happiness from this body, that's a mistake. The happiness we want is already there in the spirit soul, not this body. Happiness is our makeup, our constitution, ananda mayo byasha. By nature, we want happiness. Now, mistaking where is the happiness, we try to get happiness from the body, which is dead. The body is dead from the very beginning. So we're trying to draw happiness from dull, dead matter. I think you agree, has a point there. <laughs> I heard it said, Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Sometimes we look at our circumstances, there's nothing to be happy in fighting cancer, going through a pandemic, trying to keep my business from going under, having trouble at work. There's nothing that seems good about any of that. Well, the reason we can nevertheless be happy is that Krishna, God, is still on the throne. He still controls the universe. He's still our provider. He's our healer, our vindicator, our waymaker. We can be happy because the most powerful force in the universe has chosen to live within us and He's breathing in our direction. We can be happy that was what meant for our harm He's turning to our advantage. We can be happy that He's promised to work out His plan for our life. No person can stop Him. No bad break, no sickness. All the forces of darkness cannot stop what Krishna has ordained for your life. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. We're not here by accident. Krishna woke you up this morning, gave you strength to get out of bed, (coughs) crowned you with favor, put seeds of greatness in you. He calls you more than a conqueror. He calls you the head and not the tail. One way we honor God, our Krishna, is by being happy. He didn't create you to drag through the day, overcome by problems, discouraged by disappointments. No, this day is a gift from God. We should feel a responsibility to live it in faith, happy, joyful, good natured. Prabhupada says, again, by nature we're happy. So, as spirit souls, we're eternally happy, blissful, but because we've been covered by the eight elements earth, air, fire, water, ether, mind, intelligence, and false ego, we're trying to get happiness through the coverings and not directly from the living force. Material life, Prabhupada says, means everybody's working hard for the happiness of the body. And some little higher level people are trying for happiness on the level of the mind, arts, poetry, philosophy. But both of these kinds of so-called happiness will never give us real happiness because happiness belongs to the soul. In material life, the basic principle of happiness is missing. Bodily comfort, sense gratification is not a path for happiness. People are endeavoring throughout the whole world trying to get happy through bodily comforts, enjoying their senses, but they're not happy. There cannot be happiness taking that route. And he gives a nice example. Suppose you have a nice coat. You dry clean it, you soap it, you launder it, you iron it, press it very, very nicely. Does that mean you'll be happy? Because your coat's well taken care of. Does that mean you'll be happy? You're trying to get happiness from the coat or the shirt? Not possible. Happiness is possible when you try to make happy the soul. Then happiness is possible. We need to choose to be happy. Choose to enjoy this day. Live it to the full. And when you have that kind of an attitude, Krishna, God will give you beauty for ashes. He'll make up for any wrongs that might have been done to you in the past. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Krishna. Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. I don't know if any of you have ever noticed, but these 20 acres here, they're pretty much a bird sanctuary. Nandarani puts out wild bird seed in the morning. We have peacocks, we have macaws, we have sparrows, we have starlings, we have doves. Every morning, Pre-dawn hours, 5 a.m., they're all chirping and squeaking and squawking outside my bedroom window. All this singing, different sounds, different melodies. One will chirp real loud, there'll be a pause, and then another will answer for another part of the property. And at times they all chirp together, sounds like a symphony. Every day, 5:30 a.m., same thing, again and again and again. Well, one morning, it was below freezing, raining, thundering, lightning, I thought... There's no way those birds are gonna sing today. No way they're gonna be happy, cold, freezing, raining, lightning. Five o'clock, right on cue, name the birds, louder than ever. I wanted to say to those birds, why are you so happy? Don't you know we're in a pandemic? Haven't you read the news? There are problems in the world. The price of gas is high, the supply chain is messed up. How can you be singing? What if you don't get your worms tomorrow? It's interesting that Krishna put something in those birds to start off every day singing. They're saying, in effect, life is good. We're choosing to enjoy this day. And what would happen if we got up every morning with a song of praise? Hadei, Krishna. Like those birds not moved by our circumstances. Singing in the dark, even when things aren't going our way. Singing in the rain, when circumstances are against us. Singing in the cold, when we don't feel it. Like We could be discouraged, complaining, but we're making a choice that we're going to live this day happy. I dare say one reason the birds are happy is because they haven't watched the news. (laughs) They haven't read the paper. They're not on social media. Nobody told them that they're supposed to be worried, afraid, upset. Can you imagine it? They actually believe that their Heavenly Father is in control. They've seen Him take care of them in the past. They believe that He will take care of them in the future. Now honestly, if we're gonna live our lives happier, we're gonna have to tune some things out. You can't take in the negative all the time and stay in faith. Scripture says, think on things that are of a good report, things that are positive, hopeful, Thinking has a whole lot to do with our happiness. You can think yourself depressed, or you can think yourself into a bad mood, or you can think of yourself a victim. Or you can say, I've had a lot of difficulties. I could be sour, but I'm gonna think myself happy. Not saying to you tonight to stick your head in the sand and deny the negative, but I am saying don't dwell on it. Don't relive what didn't work out. Don't replay the loss, the disappointment, the failure. You can't move forward if you're looking back. You can't enjoy today if you're focused on yesterday. You need to start thinking yourself happy. It's easy to get up and think sad, experience the loss. It's easy to get up and wallow into self pity. Why did I come down with this illness? My friends are all married. Why am I still single? These people at work are not fair. It's never going to work out. What you're doing is you're thinking yourself defeated. You have to change what you're thinking. Yes, I came down with this illness, but Krishna, I want to thank you that you're restoring health back to me. I will live and not die. My best days are still out in front of me. These people at work are not treating me right, but I'm still not a victim. I know I'm a victor, Krishna. In the end, you always cause me to triumph. I'm grateful to be alive. I'm excited about my future. I believe, Krishna, you're taking me from glory to glory. I haven't seen or imagined the great things that you have in store for me. And when you think happy thoughts, it not only lifts your spirit, but that attitude of faith is what allows Krishna to do amazing things in your life. Krishna tells his disciple Arjuna in the 21st verse 6 chapter of the Song of God, Bhagavad Gita, That stage of perfection is called trance or samadhi. When one's mind is completely detached from circumstances, good or bad, hot or cold, honorable or dishonorable, one chooses to see the spiritual self by the pure mind. In that joyous state, one is situated in boundless transcendental happiness and enjoys himself through transcendental senses. Established thus, one never departs from the truth and upon gaining this, He thinks there is no greater gain. Prabhupada says, everybody is hankering after happiness, either materialistic or spiritualistic. The difference is that materialistic persons are satisfied with temporary happiness, and those who are yogis or spiritualists will only be satisfied when they arrive at real, spiritual, eternal happiness. That means that even when circumstances don't go your way, Just keep choosing to be happy. Keep giving Krishna praise. Keep thanking Him that He's working in your life. Keep being grateful when you could be complaining. Keep thinking victory, even when you're seeing defeat. Happiness isn't dependent on what's going around you. It's dependent on what's going on in you. So ask yourself, what kind of thoughts are you thinking? Here's a key. You have to give yourself permission to be happy? Sometimes we buy into the lie. I've made too many mistakes. I'm getting over the hill. I've been through too much. I'm not meant to be happy. Can I tell you on behalf of your Heavenly Father, you are supposed to be happy. Krishna created you to enjoy your life, to smile. That happiness starts on the inside. But you got to give Krishna something to work with. Every morning you need to say to yourself, I'm happy, I'm grateful, I'm blessed. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama, Hare. Would you agree with me that you can't receive happiness if you're thinking sadness? Joy comes every morning. Some people have been bypassing year after year after year because of their thoughts. But we will live happier if we start thinking happier. Dr. Tim Hansel in a book tells about a friend of his who had no hands. How's that for being dealt a bad hand in life? Sorry. His friend named Mark had no hands. He uses hooks instead. He uses those hooks so well he's able to play tennis. He's able to ride a bike with his hooks. Sometimes he takes off his hooks and he's still able to function in certain areas using just his wrists. One day, Tim writes, he accompanies his friend Mark to the grocery store. Mark didn't have his hooks on. Nevertheless, he used both wrists to pick up items and drop them into his grocery shopping cart. As he was picking up some cereal, two boys about six or seven years old watched in disbelief. Then they asked the question, Mister, what happened to your hands? He pretended surprise. He looked, oh my goodness, where are they? I must have left him amongst the cereal boxes. <laughs> so the boys joined him and they all went searching through the Cocoa Puffs and the Wheaties, the Cheerios. And they didn't find the hands. And then Mark said, oh, man, I just remembered when I washed my hands this morning, I left them lying on the edge of the sink. And what's Mark doing there? He's doing what I'm asking you to do. Thank you, Lord, I know you're in control. My happiness has nothing to do with the body and everything to do with my soul. I rejoice that it's a good day. I'm blessed. I may not have hands, but I got wrists. I got a sense of humor. What'd you do? It just switched over to happy thoughts. He would say, even though I'm not where I like to be, even though I don't have hands like most people, even when things aren't going my way, I'm not going to fall apart. I'm still going to think happy thoughts. I'm still going to thank God or Krishna that I'm alive, that I have purpose, that good things await me. Ask yourself, are you thinking sad? Are you thinking discouraged? Are you dragging around? Maybe it's time to start thinking happy thoughts. I believe that God-centered people, religious people, should be the happiest people on earth. There should be a difference between devotees and people that don't honor God. When you go to work, everyone will be complaining, criticizing the boss, discouraged, talking defeat You're not going to fall into that trap. Devotees are going to stay full of joy, keep smiling their face, being good to people, even when they're not being good to them, thinking happy thoughts. And I'm sure you all agree with me, the world needs more than anything else right now, happy people. (laughs) All the problems of the world would be solved if you just had more happy people, more joy in the world so much sadness, gloom and despair. Now, if we're not careful, we'll let what's happening around us get in us. That's why every morning you have to choose to be happy. Not how I feel. I will rejoice. I will be happy. I will enjoy this day. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Prabhupada says you're all after happiness. Why are you struggling so hard in this material existence? For happiness. Why are you after sense gratification? For happiness. Why do you want to possess things? For happiness. Why do you want to become beautiful? For happiness. Why do you want to eat good food? For happiness. You go on, the happiness is your ultimate goal, but the happiness that you're getting now, you're deriving from sources that are temporary. If you want to be happy from intoxication, how long does it last? It's temporary. If you want to be happy from sex indulgence, it's only for a few minutes or a few seconds. If you want eternal, ever-expanding, ongoing happiness, Prabhupada says you have to purify your existential condition. You have to place yourself in the transcendental position as a servant of God, then you'll feel that happiness. I will finish up today by asking you, what do you think, if you had to name it, what would have been the best day of your life. The day you were married. The day your child was born. The day you graduated. The day you found out you were cancer free. The day you moved into that new house. Now those are all great days. And we can look back on those with fond memories. But do you know what I believe the best day of your life is? Today. Krishna has given us another day to be alive Another day to enjoy our families. Another day to see the sunrise. Another day full of possibilities to pursue our dreams, to go after our goals. Now, is it true that sometimes we let the pressures of life, traffic, what somebody said, a challenge at work, keep us from enjoying the day? It becomes just another ordinary day. Our message tonight is there is no such thing as an ordinary day. Every day is a gift from God. If you'll have a new perspective and start seeing every day as the best day of your life, you're not going to let little things upset you. You'll take the time to enjoy the people that Krishna sent into your life, to show them love. You'll stop and say hello to that neighbor that you know is lonely. You'll think more happy thoughts. You'll live more grateful. You'll make the most of each and every day. One last story. I heard about a pastor He visited a 35-year-old mother in the hospital. She had cancer, wasn't supposed to make it through the night. He walked in, took her hand, told her that he loved her, and he was praying for her. She smiled warmly, said in a faint voice, Pastor, this is the best day of my life. Pastor was kind of puzzled, thinking, doesn't seem like a very good day for you at all. She lay there frail with thinning hair. And she said, you see, I didn't know if I was going to wake up this morning. But God blessed me with another day to honor him, to see my children, another day to spend with my family. And you know what, Pastor? If I make it to sunset, I'm excited about looking out the window, looking up at the stars and enjoying the moonlight. What have you got to worry about? What are you struggling with? What's coming against you that could compare to that? What are the things that you could be sour about? The things that could take your joy? Now You need to keep the right perspective, recognizing that this day is a gift from God, that it's really the best day of your life. You do that, it's easier to live happy, not to be sidetracked by the worries, what didn't work out, who cut you off in traffic. Let's say with the saints of old, I want to finish my course with joy. We're all going to be with the Lord at some point. So my suggestion is let's prepare to go full of joy, seeing each day as the best day, getting up every morning and choosing to be happy, saying it's not about how I feel. I will rejoice. I will be glad. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama, Hare Let's get in the habit of thinking happy thoughts. If you do this, I believe you're going to live happier. You're going to enjoy your life more. Forces that have held you back are being broken right now. Krishna is releasing you into new levels of freedom, favor and fulfillment. You will finish this life with joy. And in the next life, you'll go back to home, back to God. If you receive this message, please repeat along with me, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.